Gen Z might be one of the softest generations, and today's story time proves it. Buckle in, as we're about to go for quite the ride. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted this story PJ. So anyways, there's a kid in PJ's class who we're gonna call the Gen Z kid. And just to give you context of why this is totally the Gen Z kid, I'm gonna tell you a little mini story of what happened the summer before this. So this whole story went down in September and October of the school year, but the summer before, this the Gen Z kid had been going to school with PJ for a while, and when they got back, basically they started asking like, oh, what did you guys do over the summer? So basically the Gen Z kid was telling everyone how he got a summer job, and uh, right, so they're sophomores in high school, and by the time you're a sophomore in high school, you're not like expected necessarily to get a summer job. However, a lot of kids start to get summer jobs, and it's almost seen as like, oh, you're being so grown up and adult and manly and oh, whatever, right, if you get a summer job. So the Gen Z kid kind of wanted to pretend as if he was, you know, super cool and super like grown up or whatever. And he says that he's got a summer job. So obviously PJ and his friends ask, oh, what was your summer job? And he's like, oh, well, I actually, uh, I spent a lot of time... Um, curating and uh, understanding algorithms. And uh, he basically said a lot of nothing, bro. So they kind of pressed him. They're like, dude, what was your summer job? And he was like, um, uh, I was on Twitter a lot, but dude, it was really hard work. So everyone's like, bro, did you just say that your summer job was you were on Twitter a lot? I swear to God, dude, like at this point, some people genuinely believe that spending time on Twitter and TikTok is, this is difficult, hard tasks, man. I don't know about you guys working construction or whatever, but dude, you don't understand suffering like me because I need to spend at least 12 hours per day on TikTok and on Twitter, and it's really a hard time, dude. So yeah, people never took this kid that seriously, but this is just a little taste of why we're calling this kid the Gen Z kid. And uh, like and subscribe, or uh, you are officially part of the bad part of Gen Z. And I mean, you don't wanna risk that, man. So anyways, this whole story of the Gen Z kid literally suing the teacher because he got the grade that he deserved all started early September, right? So PJ, the Gen Z kid, and a bunch of other kids all have class together. And you know, this is sophomore year, so you're getting into high school, and you know, things are getting a little bit harder. You're expected to do more. You're actually expected to, I don't know, this is gonna sound really crazy, guys, but this is, you're expected to do the work that you're assigned or you'll get a bad grade, which I know is completely shocking, completely extreme, crazy, ridiculous, and at least to the Gen Z kid, you know, he needed to like make sure that he had his, his 12 hours per day on TikTok canceling people and Twitter scrolling endlessly, or, it, I mean, if he didn't have that fixed, bro, he might actually pass away, which is really, really sad. I'm so sorry. But anyways, PJ and a bunch of the other kids and the Gen Z kid were in a class, and we're gonna call the teacher Miss Davenport. That's kind of a standard name I give to teachers, but whatever, right? So sure enough, they're in a Algebra 2 class, which is pretty you know, impressive. If you're taking Algebra 2 in your sophomore year, you're probably pretty good at math. But also, if you're in one of the higher math classes or accelerated math classes, you're normally expected that you're probably gonna have to do a little bit of work to be in that class. So sure enough, this was not an easy class. Algebra two is not an easy subject. I know I, I took major L's in high school when I took Algebra two. 
and I just finished the Calculus 2 exam, I might have failed it, but we'll see. Anyways, leave a like uh, to save myself from seeing my grade, which I will get very soon. Big sad. But anyways, uh, so the Gen Z kid basically spent the entire first week, which in all fairness, first week is kind of like book week, so it's not as, not as important, but he spent the entire week literally on his phone on Twitter. So this kid was kind of thought himself was, he thought he was a little bit more important than he actually was, which is a pretty standard Gen Z kid trait. He had a Twitter account that had like six followers and he would tweet like 12 times per day. What is he doing? Favorite foods? Who should be canceled next? Because we got to cancel everyone. Basically standard Twitter, standard Twitter user be like type situation. And the thing is, right, um, not, I was going to call the kid Ben, PJ, right? PJ and his friends were not really friends with the Gen Z kid because they couldn't relate because they didn't spend six hours on TikTok every day. They actually went outside and touched grass, which is really freaking crazy, but okay, whatever. Uh, so sure enough, right, they were looking over and can't, they can't really pay too much attention to whatever the Gen Z kid is doing because they're genuinely trying to learn and they're genuinely trying not to fail this class because it's actually really hard. But like PJ like turns over to his friend who we're going to call Ben. He's like, dude, Ben. Ben's like, yeah, what's up, bro? He's like, look over. And he like points over the Gen Z kid who's on his phone, like tweeting, doing scrolling on Twitter, maybe going on TikTok a little bit with captions on and the sound off. He's like, dude, like this kid's not gonna do well. Like in all fairness, like PJ and his friends, sure they go on their phone a little bit and sure they would do this stuff, but they would only do it in other classes because this was a genuinely difficult class. Like this was the one that they knew that everyone needed to buckle in. And they also knew for a fact that it wasn't like the Gen Z kid had taken this class before. And the thing is, this behavior went on for weeks. This was not a one-off type thing. This is behavior that just kept going. So for in the entire month of September, this kid, one, would not hand in the homework that they had to do every week. So basically, part of the grade was you needed to hand in homework. And one thing I will say that, you know, shout out to Ms. Davenport and the teacher in this story, was that the, the homework was graded for completion, not correctness. I always feel like tests, that's where you should be graded for how well you can actually do it. I feel like homework is where you put it, that's where your effort grade comes from. I really don't like it when teachers start grading you for like how well you do your homework. Maybe it's a quality filter to make sure people don't randomly like put stuff down. But dude, at the end of the day, tests will probably make up the majority of the grade anyways. Give me a little bit of a chance. I struggle in math, bro. Like, come on now. But anyways, uh, so this was like the easiest, most softball, you know, grade possible. And the other thing is too, it was like 30% of their grade. It was really cool. You know, Miss Davenport wanted them to succeed. However, you know who never turned it in every single week? The Gen Z kid. And the one rule Miss Davenport had was that if you're gonna turn it in late, you need to give me a reason like a day before or it has to be an insanely good reason. You can't just hand it in willy-nilly. I'm not gonna be accepting late stuff just because like it is such, I mean, you have to go to the hospital, someone dies. Something like understandable happens, sure, whatever. The thing is though, the Gen Z kid, not only, he didn't just turn things in late, he didn't turn things in at all. So throughout the entire month of September, the Gen Z kid basically got a zero in the homework, the most easiest part possible. And also every single week, they would have a quiz. They would have a quiz on whatever they were doing, but here's the thing. The Gen Z kid was way too busy on TikTok and, and you, uh, not YouTube. YouTube is for the cool people. You guys are cool. And TikTok and, and Twitter 
and just quote, retweet, let's cancel this person. Oh my God, I got to go back on TikTok. I got to get my next fix. Oh yeah, TikTok. Oh yeah. Yeah, just the entire time, not doing anything, not putting in any effort because he believed that, oh my God, I've spent all, all my day on Spent all my day on Twitter. That's hard, arduous task, right? So sure enough, um, you know, PJ turns to his friend one day because they're sitting at lunch and they're like, bro, I actually think the Gen Z kid's going to fail out of class. So they talk about it because, you know, PJ sits next to, like, they kind of like the Gen Z kid sits in near them. So when they're taking the quizzes, right, PJ knows exactly what to do. The quizzes, the quiz questions are never that difficult. It's normally the tests where it gets kind of difficult. But PJ would just do it. And he would walk by the Gen Z kid as he's like handing in his assignment. And we look over and the Gen Z kid just would not have anything written down at all. So let's skip forward to to, uh, midway through October. This is when they have one of their two major tests. This is a big part of their grade. And the Gen Z kid is basically failing in class at this point because he doesn't pay attention. He doesn't hand in the homework, which is a softball, super easy grade. And he also just doesn't complete the quizzes, which is not easy in the fact that you need to get them right. But the quiz questions are just genuinely not that bad. So anyways, it is finally the day of the test. And I, you know, the Gen Z kid did not study. He didn't do any of that. So they get in there and uh, PJ does well. Things are going well for him. Um, Everyone in the class who put in the effort did at least okay, right? Sometimes you put in a lot of effort and it just doesn't click. Effort doesn't always equal the exact same outcome if everyone puts in the same effort. I understand that as there's some classes I put no effort into and I get a really good grade and other people put effort into and they don't, but vice versa. I put a lot of effort into some of my classes and I get crushed. I get shellacked and there's, it just, it just is life, right? However, everyone did pretty well except for the Gen Z kid. And you might be thinking, how does PJ know exactly what his grade was? Well, I don't know if you guys have ever used Canvas before. Basically, Canvas is, uh, you know, it's, it's a grading software, right? It's a, uh, also like it helps you, like lets you look at your classes, all that type of stuff. It also shows you the high, low, and average of the tests. So when the test grades came out and PJ was really freaking out, he got like an 88, average was an 85. Great, good work, right? But you can see the low. The low was at 6%, and PJ was like, bro, are you serious right now? And uh, yeah, after, because he didn't, he wasn't in a big class. This uh, Algebra 2 class was actually pretty difficult, so it wasn't a lot of people. And PJ and his friends kind of knew everybody. So through PJ and his friends kind of talking around and not talking to the Gen Z kid, by process of elimination, they figured out that everyone else did okay. Like one kid got like a 78, and he was upset about it. But everyone got in the range. And that's when they realized that the Gen Z kid was the only one who didn't actually, you know, he's the only one who could have possibly gotten a 6%. And this is the Gen Z kid's breaking point. And he believes that he is being, quote unquote, discriminated against. Yep, that's why he's doing bad. And he is going to try and sue the teacher. Yeah, buckle in, get your cringe goggles on because we're, we're heading in straight for, head first, heading in, right? So anyways, the next day comes around and the teacher t- hands back the tests. Everyone already knows how they did, but they don't know what questions they got wrong. They don't know what exact feedback they got. So it's less stressful now because they know what you did, you know what you got and stuff like this. However, you know, it's, the, the teacher's walking around and the teacher's handing back these tests. 
and there is one student who is not present. Here's the thing. In college, people miss class all the time. It's literally whatever. Yeah, you might get ducked out of the participation, attendance, whatever, but not all classes have that as part of your grade. Attendance is not something you see that often. <laughs> lack of attendance is something that's pretty regular, right? In high school, and in a lot of high schools, you don't attend class once, you get taken out back and beat over the head, bro. Like, it's crazy, dude. Um, but yeah, so this kid was not in class, and everyone, like, the, you know, PJ and his friends were like, dude, what's up with this kid? And that's when, 10 minutes later, 10 minutes after the class has started, the Gen Z kid walks in, and he walks in with his, like, is his chest puffed out, all like, meh, 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 right? He's all proud of himself, whatever. And he walks in with a piece of paper and he goes up to the teacher and he's like, you, ma'am, are being sued for discrimination. Dun, dun, dun. So yeah, anyways, that's a pretty big thing. That's a pretty big thing. And uh, I don't know how legit the document was, but at least at a minimum, the Gen Z kid tried to make it as legit as possible. The Gen Z kid slams it down on the desk and walks out of there. The teacher looks at it, laughs, and continues on with class as if nothing happened. But this is not the end of the Gen Z kid. You might be thinking, oh, well, the te- it, this must have been like a joke, whatever, or not even a joke, but just the, the Gen Z kid thought it was super, like, he was super serious or whatever, and the teacher laughed it off. It does not end here. It gets worse. So basically, what happens next is the Gen Z kid is starting to realize that nobody is taking him seriously, understandably, because he's a massive joke, but nobody's taking him seriously, and he's not happy about this. So he decides that, you know, they have kind of, like, end-of-school meetings, which is weird to me because I normally expect to see end of school, like morning meetings that happen in the morning and you start your day. But this high school had like end of day meetings, which whatever, right? People do it differently depending on where you go. And so sure enough, this was a, on a Wednesday and on Wednesdays, they have end of school meetings. Basically, there's a little portion at the end of the meeting where you sign up and you can present anything of importance. The only thing is you can only have so many people sign up and you have to spend only two minutes per person. And after the slots are full, whatever. So anyways, the spoiled kid must have not, sorry, not the spoiled kid. I got spoiled kids on my mind. The Gen Z kid must have gotten a slot because he puts his name on it and they're all sitting out there. PJ and his friends are all sitting in the same row listening to announcements, important information. And finally, right before we let you guys go, this is the student section, whatever. Kid goes up there, presents that, you know, he's having a bake sale with his mom. People should come out. Proceeds are going to charity, right? Whatever. All this type of stuff. And that's when the Gen Z kid comes up and says, I want to let you guys know that I'm in the middle of a lawsuit against Miss Davenport for discrimination. She gave me a 6% on my exam, and I'm currently failing the Algebra 2 class. And there's not a single way that... There's no way that I could deserve such a grade unless she's discriminating against me. And for that reason, I am not only suing her, but tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., we're having a protest against Miss Davenport. Yeah. And the Gen Z kid walks off stage. And immediately, everyone bursts into conversation because, like, dude, this was like a normal school. Like, people were not weird like this most of the time. Nothing like this has ever happened before. So they're all like, oh, my God, like, a lawsuit against discrimination? Like, dude, what? But the thing is, PJ and his friends knew that they could not let this slide. 
Miss Davenport was low-key a G. She helped them out. So PJ and his friends were not going to let this slander go. So PJ and his friends immediately start talking to everyone, being like, we're in the Gen Z kids class. There's no discrimination going on. None of that. You know what's actually happening? Dude doesn't try. Bro does not try. And they go on to tell everything. So basically, the truth spreads like wildfire. So by the end of the day, not only, and remember, it is basically the end of the day. So everyone's walking on a meeting talking about this, but word spreads so, so quickly. So by the time everyone gets home, not only does everyone know about the quote-unquote Gen Z kid, I'm going to sue you for discriminating against me when the actual truth is like no discrimination happened. It's just you don't study. Everyone learned the truth about that. And so sure enough, the next day, the Gen Z kid walks into school late, like 8.05, because the thing is right, true. What, what happens is school starts at like 8.15. So the Gen Z kid wanted everyone to get there at 8 and be protesting against, the teacher gave me a bad grade. But, while, but the, the Gen Z kid gets there at 8.05. So the Gen Z kid is legitimately late to his own protest, right? And he shows up and nobody is there. Not a single person is there. So the Gen Z kid is super mad, and the Gen Z kid is basically going to start screaming at people for, you're not at, you're a fake, I don't, I don't even know what he's going to say, right? You're a fake, eh. right? I want to go back on Twitter and TikTok and scroll forever and rot away in my room, eh. whatever. So, uh, but he starts walking around, and that's when, like, this group of people come up to him and basically say, like, look, we're not happy with you. And he's like... Wait, I'm the one who's being, like, discriminated against, guys. Like, I don't know what's going on right now. And this group of people, comprised of older kids, younger kids, every, like, huge, like, very, like, mixed whatever, right? They say, look, we think that, like, you know, first of all, we know the truth. We know that you're not being discriminated against. We know that, you know, what you're doing is you just don't try in class, and the results, like, your actions dictate your results. And they say, we're not going to let you get away with, basically hopping on legitimate issues. Discrimination is a legitimate issue across the board, right? We're not gonna let you hop on a movement that is out to fix real problems in the world just to get yourself a better grade because you didn't try. And they basically told him that there's an ultimatum, that one of them was gonna, either one of them was gonna sign up for the next week's morning meet or evening meeting, whatever they call it, slot to give a, basically to expose the truth, which this has never happened. And the thing is, I think after this point, the teachers are going to learn to like vet the presentations, but they just never had issues. So anyone could go up and do whatever they wanted. But basically they said they were going to go up on the evening meeting next Wednesday, expose the truth, or if he doesn't want them to do that, to drop the lawsuit into next morning meeting to go up there, announce you're <laughs> dropping the lawsuit, and apologize and say that there was a miscommunication and that no discrimination happened. So at this point, right, the, the Gen Z kid is like, no, you guys don't understand. I'm actually the victim here. And after a bit of like basically them saying, no, you're not, either you go up and apologize or we're going to drag you through the mud publicly and then you're going to have to apologize. Eventually, the Gen Z kid kind of comes to his senses, realizes that he messed up, drops the lawsuit, right, quote-unquote lawsuit, Definitely just some goofy thing he drafted up, but drops the quote-unquote lawsuit, right? Apologizes next week at their meeting, and uh, yeah, then it was, let's just say that PJ said that it was like one of the most 
awkward situations when the kid eventually came back into class. And the teacher was pretty cool about it. Miss Davenport didn't say that much because she knew that this kid was just in his own world and that he doesn't know any better. But she did at one point make one joke about it. And the whole class laughed. Uh, Actually, correction. The whole class didn't laugh. Everybody in the class laughed at the joke about the lawsuit. Except one kid. Yeah. Except the Click on the video on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it.